The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope, brought to you by Enzymedica with host Terry Aranga. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Terry and her guests illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Terry Aranga. Welcome to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and this program, Autism One, A Conversation of Hope, for Tuesday, October 26th. I'm Terry Aranga with my guests from the Homeopathy Center of Houston, Cindy Griffin and Linda Lanham. Also joining us, David Snyder, whose son Wyatt has been greatly helped by the Homeopathy Center of Houston. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about Cindy and Linda, and then I'm going to share with you a personal note before I begin our interview. Cindy Griffin began her private homeopathic practice in 1998 and founded Houston School of Homeopathy in 2001 as a means of teaching an all-encompassing, complex, multidisciplinary homeopathic approach, which is still unique to the Houston School and Center. In 2003, she and Linda Lanham joined to create Homeopathy Center of Houston as a general homeopathic practice with a focus on autism spectrum disorders. Cindy recovered her son from Asperger's Syndrome. Linda Lanham began working with autistic, deaf, and blind children in 1972 at the Texas School for the Blind's Deaf-Blind Annex, then went on to a successful career as an award-winning teacher of visually and multiply challenged children. After her second son was diagnosed with profound learning disabilities, later attributed to Tourette's Syndrome, she homeschooled and found as many alternative answers to her son's issues as possible finally recovering him with homeopathy and NACD. She began her private homeopathic practice in 2002 and in 2003 became co-owner of Homeopathy Center of Houston. Now I'm going to share a personal note. I have been helped greatly by the Homeopathy Center of Houston. As many of you know, I try to fit three days into one day. I give Homeopathy Center of Houston a huge amount of thanks and credit for keeping me vertical and among the land of the living. A lot of moms of children with autism share physiological issues similar to their children's, plus toxic exposures, plus an extraordinary amount of stress. For me, the Homeopathy Center of Houston has been a compassionate lifesaver, truly defining the meaning of the medical arts. Thank you, Cindy, Lindell, and David, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. Cindy and Lindell, let's start out with the signature question here. What is autism? Autism is a broad syndrome, I would say, a syndrome being a group of interrelated symptoms, and in the case of autism, the the pure definition is that the children are actually turned into themselves completely, that they do not contact with the outside world. Now, that's the official 
um, sort of definition that you will typically hear. To us, autism is, yes, still a group of similar behavioral and um, physiological symptoms, which are not usually, usually the physiological are not a part of the autism diagnosis in general, more in the biomedical realm. And yes, the children are turned inward mentally and emotionally and behaviorally. They have difficulty contacting other people. But what we are seeing is that a great deal of that is related to their super high sensory issues. It literally, my own son with Asperger's, as he was recovering, I mentioned something to him once about why can't you look me in the eye? And he said, Mom, it hurts to look in your eye. He never really embellished that, and I didn't probe further, but we have had other kids say, it hurts to hear things, it hurts to see certain things. So basically these kids, their physiology is turned up so high because of toxins and all the various pathogens from vaccines and, and the surroundings, strep and that sort of thing, that they literally are super hypersensory and just they have to tune out of this world because it literally is making them hurt. Once you know the underlying issues, the underlying real legitimate physiological issues, then you, the royal you, teachers, aides, others who work with our children, can treat them with compassion. But do you feel that many uh, professionals need to get to a place where they can accept that there are legitimate underlying physiological issues in order to be able to start treating the children with compassion. Terry, I have so many parents say to me, my doctor said there was no hope. There's nothing that can be done. So I feel a large part of the job in is to educate educate professionals as to what has been found to be wrong before they can ever even begin to start to help them. Um, I feel like almost every single symptom that an autistic child presents, and they all present similar symptoms, but they all have their own unique set, and I feel like every one of those symptoms is a coping mechanism. They're coping with some kind of discomfort, some kind of pain, Something is better by doing that behavior. Something is better by not doing a requested behavior. And, um, and I think that until we learn to, to understand their communication through their symptoms, it's very difficult to help and, and, to, and to support them because we have to be able to read the communication signs that they're sending us. I like how you said, Lyndall, communication through symptoms. And if someone had taken Cindy's son, uh, for whom it hurt to look her in the eye and just demanded repeatedly, look me in the eye, look me in the eye, look me in the eye, and then perhaps given them an electroshock or something, if they didn't look them in the eye, that that's totally inhumane. It's not respect, respectful of the person. It's not a holistic approach, et cetera. Absolutely. Amen. Yeah. What is homeopathy? 
Lyndall, do you want to answer that one or do you want me to? Go ahead. Homeopathy is a 200-year-old system actually of Western medicine. There's a bit of a push to start calling it the other Western medicine. It is not Eastern medicine. Um, It is the use of highly, highly, highly diluted substances. You can take virtually anything out there that can be dissolved or ground up and then dissolved into a water or an alcohol-based solution and turn it into a homeopathic remedy. And then the key to it is applying it according to um, matching the symptoms of the person with the correct highly, highly dilute remedy um, in order to... uh, in order to improve their symptoms and ultimately eliminate them. Um, the whole point of homeopathy ultimately truly is the elimination of symptoms through matching the correct remedy. And it has been around, as I said, for over 200 years. It was actually a response by a German medical doctor to the use of mercury, interestingly, Um, among other things that he felt were too highly toxic as medications in his own day by his own peers in the medical world. He felt it was too toxic, too harsh, um, and that a lot of times the medications were bringing on more problems than the disease itself that was being treated. And in the case of mercury, I certainly would agree that that was the case. We found it ironic that here we are as homeopaths in the 21st century dealing with a lot of uh, highly metal-toxic people from medications, such as vaccines and so forth. So IV medications, most of them contain some degree of thimerosal, which is a um, mercury compound. And homeopathy has uh, a great long history. It's used as primary mainstream medicine in many countries of the world, Uh, Central and South America have embraced it, India, Pakistan. um, It is gaining momentum in Japan. um, Probably in the United States it's gaining quite a bit of momentum, but very quietly, unfortunately. There's, you know, we've all been... We all grew up with our parents of the World War II generation and miracle modern medicine, and so it's had a tough slog simply because there isn't the money in alternatives to advertise and that sort of thing. But the interest is growing. I would imagine that part of the interest in homeopathy is sparked when mainstream regular allopathic medicine ends people up in emergency rooms. Um, you talked about matching with symptoms, but correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm off base here. My take on homeopathy is that it helps the body support itself to maintain health or get better. It gives the body the tools, some tools. Absolutely. It, it works on the basis of getting the signals straight that are staticky, if you will. Um, so, for instance, if the body, if someone is highly allergic to uh, poison ivy, then we would use a remedy that is made from a highly diluted amount of poison ivy. There are other things that might also be more of a close match, 
but it's like telling the body, hey, there's a bad guy here. Here's the poster on the post office wall. You need to be looking for him and then use the tools that you have, and in this case the immune system, and shoot the guy down. And that is roughly how the homeopathy works. But there are also much broader applications of homeopathic remedies, which is where we have branched into. You know, what, when you were talking, Cindy, it, you know, look at the poster of the guy on the post office, it kind of reminded me of vaccines. And my husband, uh, Ed, had told me that that, conce- that concept, you know, um, looking for the guy on the poster in the post office and going and addressing uh, addressing it with the immune system, but in a much gentler manner, was a basis. And then al- mainstream allopathic med- medicine stole that from homeopathy and kind of, um, for lack of a more gentle word here, that uh, bastardize it. That's pretty much the truth. Edward Jenner uh, actually started the first... Um, government-funded immunization program through Parliament, I believe in 1792 was the year, and Hahnemann had already been working to develop homeopathy and was gaining some successes, but it was in a very small area of Germany, and there are, I've read several accounts that Jenner knew of Hahnemann's work, and then he chose to go off and use the crude substance and that was the basis of the vaccine program as opposed to using the dilute substance, which is the basis of homeopathy as a remediation. Right, so homeopathy would have gently helped the body um, support itself where the other methodology kind of um, had the body go full tilt boogie on an assault on itself. Does that boil it down pretty well? That's a great synopsis. Okay, and we'll pick up with learning more about sequential homeopathy when we come back from break at the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Thank you to our sponsor, Enzymedica. We'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. 
The Autism Hope Alliance is dedicated to the recovery of children and adults from autism. The goal of this nonprofit organization is to ignite hope for families facing the diagnosis through education and funding to promote progress today. Diet modification, biomedical intervention, and educational therapy have been shown to be successful tools on the path to recovery. Through these efforts, we believe hope will replace hopelessness. Recovery for our children is a reality. For more information, go to autismhopealliance.org. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We're back with Cindy Griffin and Linda Lanham of the Homeopathy Center of Houston and um, David Snyder, dad to Wyatt, who's been greatly helped by them. Can you please define for us, uh, Cindy and Linda, what is sequential homeopathy? We have taken homeopathy beyond the single um, remedy for a single malady because part of the problem is everyone is the sum total right now in time of the various impacts, toxins, uh, illnesses, drugs, chemical exposures, and so forth. They build up in the body, and they build up a layer at a time. And with sequential homeopathy, what we have started doing is we still use the concept of of homeopathy as like treats like, but we have expanded it to where if someone got, say, uh, let's say they were in a car accident and then they had to have surgery to repair a broken bone. There are certain homeopathic remedies that would apply typically and generally in homeopathic acute care to a surgical incision, a broken bone, um, the drugs that they might have been given. There would be numerous different remedies required just for the, as well as the soft tissue damage, arnica and that sort of thing. There are a lot of standard application remedies for that type of generalized injury or something like that. Well, we have taken that concept and expanded it because usually, um, you know, we look at vaccines as, and drugs as still being chemical and heavy metal and uh, pathogen toxins. If you look at it, it's this buildup event by event that leads to the current health situation or unwellness situation. And so what we have done is based upon Constantine Herring, who was considered the father of American homeopathy, he brought homeopathy from Germany into the United States in the uh, late, mid to late 1800s, and he made some observances of some natural laws of healing. One of them is that the body will typically try to reverse course. It will try to heal itself in reverse chronological order. 
In sequential homeopathy, um, we use multiple remedies in order to address a person's individualized history because everybody has different events in different orders. So we take a fairly uh, lengthy, in-depth timeline of a person's life, and then we individualize as if we were uh, working with a current situation, an acute care situation, and we go backwards through their history approximately monthly is about how often the body can throw off one of these layers and we use multiple remedies to apply to all of the multiple layers, whether it's multiple vaccines in a single day that a child was given or whether it's someone, like I said, in a car accident with multiple injuries and treatments, we still would help the body to recover from each individual insult and in all of its aspects and work our way backwards through time through that and that's the framework. We've also added to that a number of things, which I'm going to defer to Lyndall to talk about, that have become known as our support remedies. And those, I think, are now every bit as important, um, but still dependent upon that sequential timeline clearing back through the, the person's history. Well, Cindy, before, before Lyndall uh, weighs in on this, I think that it is a big paradigm shift for most of us who grew up um, watching commercials for Better Living Through Chemistry um, to, to make. It's a big paradigm shift to understand this layer upon layer concept, to understand that everything is still there. For example, after I took the antibiotic when I was um, you know, four and nine and 15 and 22 and, you know, 35 and however old I am now, uh, didn't each time I take that antibiotic, didn't it just go away after I took it? Part of it leaves the body. But if you do an organic chemical breakdown of most drugs, most of their chemical makeup now is based on petrochemicals actually. Um, benzene, toluene, things like that will often show up in the organic chemistry breakdown. They're just mixed together in different ways to create different drugs. And while much of it leaves the body, there is usually a residual taint, if you will, that may be left behind and it adds to the, the toxic bucket that we all carry around with us, whether we like it or not. And so those sorts of things, plus, you know, I work with people who are, um, I have one client who was an arson investigator at one point. So she was in around, you know, chemical plants that had burned down and things like this, being exposed very quickly to those sorts of things. And the, the chemicals, even from drugs, will, the bulk of them do leave the body fairly quickly, but over time, we, I actually worked with a gentleman once who had been given a blood pressure medication when he was nine years old during a surgery because his blood pressure spiked. But after that, from that point forward, he continued to have problems with swelling of the ankles and the hands, which is a common side effect of blood pressure meds. And as we worked back through his history, when we hit that surgery, when I cleared him, I didn't realize he had been given that that blood pressure med until sometime later when he seemed rather stuck 
And I said, could they have given you any drugs? And he said, I said, what about a blood pressure med? And he went, oh, yeah, when you cleared that surgery, I forgot to tell you. And when we cleared for that blood pressure med at that point, we went back and re-cleared the whole surgery and included homeopathic remedies to clear the side effects of a blood pressure medication that fit his side effects. And when that happened, he stopped having problems with the swelling. Wow. It never came back. So we know, and that was, he was in his 50s and he was nine years old when this happened. So over 40 years, um, it was still in his system and causing problems. Right. Okay, so... Lyndall, I think Cindy, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think Cindy spoke to the, the concept of therapeutic individualization. Is that what makes the Homeopathy Center of Houston unique? It, it's one of the factors, Terry. We looked at, we are all, everybody at, at HCH is, claim, is trained as a classical homeopath. But classical homeopathy, we feel, can't address, working on the idea of one remedy at a time, can't address the multiple, multiple issues that these children have um, going on simultaneously. So part of what makes us unique is that we use multiple remedies at one time. The biggest thing that we think makes us unique is that most homeopaths work with what's called a materia medica and a repertory. Those are our two reference books, and the materia medica explains the symptoms that each individual remedy works on, and the repertory you work from the symptom to find the remedy. But because these books were written many years ago, and there has not been provings, proving is approving is when you find out what that remedy will will help to fix, help to heal. Nothing like that has been done with autistic children, particularly. And so we didn't have reference books for autistic symptoms, and we had to find out how do we work with this. So that's when we looked at the biomedical model of autism. We, we have studied extensively in that realm to find out what is going on with the children so that we can then apply homeopathic principles to fix those problems. That's what we we really consider to make us unique is that we've taken uh, the science of homeopathy and applied it to the biomedical model of autism. As, yeah, as everyone should. It's so, it's so logical. And it's my understanding that clients have been referred to you, children have been referred to you, who have often from other medical specialists who uh, work in the biomedical realm of autism. Frequently, we will get children that are referred from, from a biomedical doctor um, because the doctor simply doesn't know what else to do. They've tried, they've tried everything in, in, in their stack, you know, um, nutritional support, chelation, all the various different therapies. Uh, sometimes they are referred. I had a child referred because he was suicidal, and the doctor knew that homeopathy could help with the emotional side of healing as well as the physical side of healing, and the doctor felt like she had nothing that she could do to help with the emotional. Um, and so he was referred to me for emotional support, and I do believe that's another aspect that makes us very unique, Terry. Homeopathy is, is able to support the emotions for processing and healing just like it's able to support the physiological, the 
you know, the body and, and the healing that it needs. We believe because we are very holistic in, in nature, we believe that you can't get physical healing without emotional healing. You can't get emotional healing without physical healing. In our adults, we tend to see the emotions come up followed by physical. But I think in our children, they are in so much pain, so much discomfort, that the physical has to come first. I think emotional healing with our children comes because is necessary because they've never been able to express the pain and the suffering that they're going through. And so being able to express that frequently, I'll hear a mother say about the peak of the clear, he just sobbed and sobbed. And so we give them remedies for extra support, but I see that as a part of healing. They have to be able to process through those emotions that they haven't been able to express. Right. A homeopath once said to me about my son who's vaccine injured, you know, these chil- children know what happened to them. You know, Absolutely. 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 And we will pick up when we come back to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Thank you to our sponsor, Enzymedica. We'll be right back with Cindy Lindell and David. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. The Autism Hope Alliance is dedicated to the recovery of children and adults from autism. The goal of this nonprofit organization is to ignite hope for families facing the diagnosis through education and funding to promote progress today. Diet modification, biomedical intervention, and educational therapy have been shown to be successful tools on the path to recovery. Through these efforts, we believe hope will replace hopelessness. Recovery for our children is a reality. For more information, go to AutismHopeAlliance.org. Mark your calendar and set an alarm so you do not miss the highly acclaimed talk show, Holistic Living with Tina Marie and Todd Allen. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, noon Central, and 10 a.m. Pacific for inspirational, oftentimes edgy discussions on all that life brings our way with celebrity guests, world-famous authors, and everyday people dedicated to sharing positive, uplifting messages. Tina Marie and Todd Allen bring you the very best in talk radio discussions, guaranteed to make you smile. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We're back with Cindy Griffin and Linda Lanham of the Homeopathy Center of Houston, and we're also going to chat in this segment with David Snyder, whose son Wyatt has been greatly helped by the Homeopathy Center of Houston. And ladies, before we go on, why don't you share your website with listeners? Our website is www.homeopathyhouston.com. So the word homeopathy in the United States spelling, H-O-M-E-O-P-A-T-H-Y, and the city name Houston.com. Okay. And in a little while we'll be um, talking to David, and he'll be sharing his website as well. Uh, Lyndall, getting back to something you said before the break, um, we were talking about clients, when clients are referred to Homeopathy Center of Houston from other medical practices that specialize in the biomedical approach. And you were uh, referring to our kiddos who are tough cookies. And I would make the observation that it's our tough cookies who are often the most medically sensitive, who can't tolerate having the janitor and a drum-type drugs thrown at them and need the more gentle approach that you provide. We think that any child can respond to homeopathy, but certainly the children who are over-responders um, do well with homeopathy. We've had a number of children who had had the genetic testing, the COMT++ kids, who just really didn't handle a lot of the um, traditional biomedical therapies, and they do beautifully with the homeopathy because it is such a gentle approach, and we can... We can do it very gently, or we can go more aggressively with children who are truly non-responders. Um, but we, we see the children. We have to get to know them because every child is different and every child responds at a different rate. And so as months go by, we get a feel for, for how hard to push and, and when to back off and let the body, let the body do what it's trying to do. Um, we do get a lot of, of, of tough kids. They don't, because so many people start in the biomedical world, so they're not looking for something else until they don't have success there or until their doc um, refers them to homeopathy. And um, I've had one child that was seen by 21 doctors around the country. Aye, aye, aye. The first thing the mother asked me was, please tell me you won't fire us. You'll just keep working. So, you know, these, the parents have been through so much to try to find help for their children. You know, as a parent, you never give up. You hopefully never give up hope. You always keep looking and keep searching. And so we have such a totally different approach that it, it's a whole new ballgame when they come to us. It really doesn't matter whether they've been a non-responder to other, to other therapies. Yeah, I had a mom, um, I spoke with a mom yesterday whose son is 43 years old, and uh, she's still working for him, bless her. So what are the kinds of situations parents describe in their children when they call upon you? Are you addressing things? Do they, do they talk about viruses, bacteria, parasites? One of the primary questions that we ask is about vaccine reactions. 
And um, a lot of times a parent will say, you know, I can't point to a particular vaccine. But the problem now is that they're getting so many so rapidly, and it takes the body a while for all the, the pieces to start to crumble. And um, so, but we always ask about vaccine reactions, immediate and long-term. We ask about um, history of drugs, history of strep throat. Um, we look at other aspects. We always look at full moon reactions. Does this child have, have possibly have parasites because their behaviors become very, very erratic around the full moon? We always look at gut symptoms. I think that probably 99.9% .9 of these children have severe gut problems and gut pain of some sort. So we always look at gut symptoms and trying to settle down gut pain right away. And, of course, as we're, we're improving the gut, we're also supporting the immune system. Absolutely. And so a lot of times a child will do better, but they still have gut pain. I had a child who had begun speaking. They had made tremendous progress through ABA. But when he's talking, all he's talking about is his tummy hurt over and over and over. So we go after symptoms of pain first. Then we look at, at other symptoms as we go backwards. Let's look to David now. David, can you please share with us about your son Wyatt's early history? Did he start out okay? What happened? Yeah. Um, yes, uh, Wyatt is, uh, uh, first of all, he's my first and only child. Um, and uh, he was developing perfectly normal up until... Uh, um, I'm not real good with exact dates, but uh, it's between 16 and 18 months. Um, he was meeting all his milestones on time or early. He walked at 11 months. He was, you know, starting to talk the normal amount of <clears throat> words and, um, you know, pointing at things. You know, all the milestones were there. Uh, we took him for, um, and I should say right here, we knew absolutely nothing about any controversy over vaccines uh, uh, as this was our, our, our both our first child and um, we took him for a trip to the doctor whose uh, philosophy was and this doctor is now retired fortunately but uh, his philosophy and I quote was bang as many in as fast as you can and get it over with it's exactly what he told me one day uh, he got several vaccines on that last visit, um, and, and uh, a couple of them were multiple vaccines like the MMR. The very next day, my son disappeared into autism. I mean, it was so dramatic and so quick that it, it just um, uh, it, it, it blew us away. Um, it was devastating. He, he lost virtually every milestone overnight except his ability to walk. Um, lost all eye contact. He started spinning around in circles and waving his hand in front of his face. And He'd sit for hours pushing a toy car back and forth two inches in front of his face and the, you know, no more babbling, no more talking. Um, the only sounds generally he would make from, from that point for a long time after that was blood-curdling screaming when you tried to pull him away from something he was fixated on, some repetitive play or, or um, you know, watching something on the TV, whatever. Uh, 
so you know he he went pretty deeply and pretty severely into into autism we called in early intervention specialists immediately um and uh some of which told us that why you know may never talk and we should you know just get used to that idea um which of course we we didn't accept i mean we dove into research immediately as to you know how we could correct this because it was so obvious to us that that something in those shots pushed Wyatt over the edge um and uh so yeah, um I, I, I don't know if you want me to can continue on to where he is now or we'll save that for later but that's uh, some of the early history anyways well you know what david it just really uh impresses me again about one of the one of the things that's tragic about this whole situation um i, I mean the most tragic is is what this has done to um to the child and yes. their family and it's it's taken the good intentions of parents to who were thinking they were doing right by their child and then having them watch in horror when they see what's happened to their child. I mean, I thought I was protecting yeah. my son from measles and now he has permanent measles, you know, until we ha- until we're able to effectively remediate that. But when did you turn to to look to homeopathy to help? Well, we when that first happened to Wyatt, we um, you, you know I've always been aware for many many years that that nutrition is very important. So that's the first place we looked uh, in, in terms of helping Wyatt, and we immediately um, started learning a lot because we started hitting the research every spare minute of the the day. Both myself and my wife, who was just absolutely tireless in the in that respect, and so we got him on a casein and gluten-free diet first. Um, uh, nothing but pure organic uh, whole foods, um, and and that's another thing. His his appetite had changed to the point where it was almost non-existent, and and so his diet became very limited to just a few foods that he he could eat and would eat. Um, we had to um, start. Uh, uh, um, within a couple of days of that last batch of shots, we had to start giving warm water enemas every day, just to get a bowel. <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> just to get a bowel movement because um, he had lost the ability to have one on his own. <laughs> so um, the diet helped. Uh, the um, you know whole foods helped. Uh, nutritional supplements we got into immediately, and we started, um, you know, with a whole slew of different uh, 100% pure toxin-free supplements, which are, are not easy to find, but they are out there. Uh, and, and all of this over the next couple of years had some degree of success at, at um, helping um, alleviate some of Wyatt's symptoms and. <clears throat> He gradually, over the next couple of years, uh, gained the ability to at least speak some words. Um, it was pretty limited, uh, and, and you had to, uh, not too many other people besides just us could understand or interpret, you know, the, the words he was trying to express. Uh, but that went on for a couple of years, and, and then uh, we, we 
came across the homeopathy center of Houston. Um, the only trouble was that at the at the time we discovered them, um, we by the time we had discovered them, we had also gone completely broke. <laughs> Um, we'd gone through all of our savings, so we, we weren't able to do anything with it at the time. Uh, and, and another year went by um, uh, until we were finally given a grant to uh, uh, have the, the financial means to get started with them. So we contacted the uh, Homeopathy Center of Houston in uh, March of uh, 2010, just as past year and got wide enrolled in the program and uh, uh, in, in you know the short period of time between then and now the, the results have been just phenomenal and, and dramatic wow so from March until October you have had dramatic results helping Wyatt uh, yes wow when we come back from break let's hear about that we will be right back to hear about Wyatt's wonderful progress on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Thank you to our sponsor, Enzymedica. We'll be right back. Learn more. Live better. Voice America Health and Wellness. The Autism Hope Alliance is dedicated to the recovery of children and adults from autism. The goal of this nonprofit organization is to ignite hope for families facing the diagnosis through education and funding to promote progress today. Diet modification, biomedical intervention, and educational therapy have been shown to be successful tools on the path to recovery. Through these efforts, we believe hope will replace hopelessness. Recovery for our children is a reality. For more information, go to AutismHopeAlliance.org. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We're back. 
back with David Snyder, who's telling us about his son Wyatt's wonderful results through the Homeopathy Center of Houston. David? Um, well, I guess I'll start by saying, uh, as I mentioned earlier, he started in late March of uh, 2010. Um, with each and every month, there is a, um, um, a set of like clearing packets. Um, they're usually like uh, administered or, or given over uh, a three-day uh, period, three different packets. <clears throat> each and every month, it's like magic. I mean, the the this system works. And you see the results. Uh, we've seen the results. Uh, just uh, kind of like just flipping a switch after after these clearings uh, take place. Um, uh, there's been you know huge progress since then. Uh, Wyatt is uh, his diet has expanded. Um, he eats a, a lot more uh, foods now. Um, we don't have to give him warm water enemas every day to. Uh, get a bowel movement. Um, his speech has just literally taken off, especially after this past month's uh, clearing of the MMR vaccine. The, the very next day after the packets, it was like phenomenal, like flipping a switch. He woke up and was chattering away nonstop from the time he got up until I took him to his preschool class in the afternoon. Um, so there isn't anybody out there that, that can tell me that this system does not work. It, it, it works. It's been working just like magic every month. Um, you see the improvements of, uh, of that month's clearings. Well, we really need to thank Cindy and Lyndall and the staff at the Homeopathy Center of Houston for courageously pressing forward and giving children this wonderful opportunity for restoration and healing, uh, you know, David, I was I was really Im- impressed while you were talking with an with an image, uh, and this is congruent with what Cindy and Lyndall were talking about. You know, um, if the if the vaccine manufacturers would uh, would admit that anything in their vaccines could be um, deleterious to health at all, they might say, "Oh, well, you know, maybe there was something going on with the mercury and." Here we've allegedly reduced that, or um, or maybe it's this other component, but it's not. It's like our poor they they do that, and it's kind of a smokescreen. Um, yeah. Picture our our poor little innocent children standing on a train track, and it's not one train coming at them. It's not one train wreck. No. It <laughs> is. It is a train coming from one direction. Um, a a semi-trailer coming from another direction, a pickup truck coming from another direction, yep. um, and, and another heavy vehicle coming from another direction, and they're being hit, bam, bam, from all these different directions, um, MMR, mercury, wholesale pertussis, um, uh, oil-based adjuvants, all of these different things, and that That's takes right. us back to the Homeopathy Center of Houston method of looking at the different layers of what the kids have been hit with. Is this a fair assessment, Cindy and Lyndall? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, and when we can see that working on a, on a daily basis, um, I, uh, I, I created a website called Wyatt's Way Home, uh, if any of your uh, listeners might be interested in 
seeing it from a from a client's perspective um, that there's a lot of information on there as to you know how why it's been progressing with this and why it's working, <clears throat> what put him in the position of needing it in the beginning. The, you know the whole story is there. Um, uh, uh, is this a good place for me to give the web address or? Go ahead, please. Okay, it's uh, it's Wyatt's Way Home. That's W Y A T T S W A Y H O M E dot org. Okay, Wyatt's Way Home dot org. All right, and Cindy and Lyndall, um, were you okay with the analogy that I described? Definitely, Be- because. We do look at individual histories. We can, um, we know the components of of the different vaccines. We look at other insults, whether you know the yard is sprayed once a month with a pesticide, whether um, so many of the different insults that can contribute, and whether a child was sick when they got you know the the one that pushed them over the edge. All of those, right. And, it's a convergence, and so we, definitely. The way we put the packets together individually, we can address the individual components that we know of, and many times that's all the body needs to be able to to heal and to clear what all was involved in that layer. But if not, the body will signal us as to what we've missed, what we've forgotten, and uh, what was left off the timeline. The body has very specific ways of communicating, and uh, and it is relentless in its in its um, its road to heal. The body is made to heal. It wants to heal, and that is what it is always trying to do. Fancy yeah, I, that! I think, Listen to the body. Yeah, that's well, a very important point. You need to be vigilant regarding the symptoms that are being displayed and and make note of everything. If you can do that, you can really help the process a lot. All right. Tremendously. Well, I need to let listeners know about something that really important that's going on uh, in current events. This is precedent setting. In Arizona, five affected children have been taken from their parents because of using biomedical treatment. Their special diet has been stopped. There's forced vaccination looming. We don't want this to become a precedent. We want to help these children. We want to help this family. And... We want to protect other children and families from this happening to them. This is called the Arizona 5 campaign, and it's being held through the Autism File magazine. Uh, We need to expose this extraordinary injustice, and we need to um, protect these children from any uh, real and lasting harm and prevent the destruction of this loving family and prevent this from this possibility from happening to anybody else. So we have set up um, a fund to, um, to help with the uh, legal defense for this family, and you can make a donation. Uh, you can find out information about this by going to the Autism File website at autismfile.com, specifically autismfile.com forward slash Arizona 5, numeral 5. If you just go to autismfile.com, you will see uh, a block on the right-hand sidebar that you can click, and it will tell you 
how to make a donation to the Arizona 5 campaign. And those donations will be used just for this purpose of helping um, this family with the plight that they now find themselves in the midst of. Well, I want to thank you, Cindy, Lindell, and David, for giving children this wonderful opportunity and sharing your information about this alternative that helps the body do what it's meant to do. Thank you thank so you much, so Terry. To our listeners, next week, Kristen Selby-Gonzalez will be here with Mommy Time and her guests, Tom Bohager of Enzymedica and Samaria Kaufman of the Autism Treatment Center of America, better known as the Home of the Sunrise Program. For questions about this program, please email me at taranga at autism1.org. Thank you to our sponsor, Enzymedica, manufacturers of enzymes that complement your therapeutic diet. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Enzymedica would like to thank you for listening to Autism One, a conversation of hope. To contact Terry or get more information, visit autismone.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga.